Hi and welcome to StockInvest.us podcast for week 14. Last week became more or less like expected, a slow week. Well, Nasdaq went a little bit up, Dow Jones a little bit down. We will get back to the details about that a little bit later. And what about the trading tips? Well, board drilling did very well, up 25% so far. Even Centro started very good off, got in at a nice price on Monday just to see Centro go up on Tuesday. But that had too wide uh, stop loss, causing that very good trade to just be uneven. And Sumerica didn't change much at all. But you will get all the details at the end of the podcast as usual. And what is it that we can expect for the week ahead of us? Well, that's the thing that we will try to answer along with giving you a few more trading tips for this week. And I told you last week I was uncertain if I would be able to give the best trading tips, but I'm so happy about board drilling because I think this stock will just continue upwards. By the way, my name is Jim. I'm one of the co-founders of Stock Invest, and uh, in this series I do the same thing. I give a quick analysis of the markets. I do a few technical analysis, say what I think about Apple, Microsoft and Tesla, and of course, Bitcoin and Dogecoin. Very happy to see Bitcoin moving. Ending on target last week, actually a little bit above. My target was 47,000 and it's traded around 48,000 right now. It will hit 50 and what will happen then? Also that, we'll get back to that, as I said. Uh, the second part will be the analysis and at the very end, of course, the trading tips. First, and as usual, we will have to listen to the disclaimer and then I will tell you what I think will happen in the market this week. Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon StockInvest.us. By using the information provided, you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. In last week's podcast, I showed you that most stocks were in the upper part of a falling trend. And I argued why the markets might move sideways or even fall. And the topic for the last week's podcast was, will it be a red week? Question mark. It became uh, a slow week, Dow Jones fell a little bit, down 0.12%, ending the week at 34,818 points. Nasdaq, however, went in plus, up 0.65%, or 92 points, ending at 14,261 points. And these are two levels that you should uh, notice, because I've told you. For uh, Nasdaq to start move higher between 14 and 15,000, we need to see a break upwards somewhere around 14,002 to 14,300 points. That's where Nasdaq is now, but it has to break above this, otherwise it should just fall back to the 13, 14,000 level. Dow Jones is trading below 35,000 and that is the resistance levels. So we are still uh, at these levels where things suddenly can turn uh, very bad. And uh, last week, the things were more or less as expected. There were no really big uh, news driving the markets. The, the job numbers came in more or less as expected. The inflation numbers, they just uh, underline that inflation is going up. And if you check any news now, you can read, for instance, uh, I saw this morning that 
uh, grocery in turkeys are up by 61 percent over the year and i think it was uh, netherlands who just said that they have 12 percent inflation at 12 months over 12 months but markets uh, have expected this uh, but i don't think they are ready for what really will come soon but trying to answer that big question what will happen in the market this week i usually do like this i tell you a little bit uh, about the fundamental things because we know news can push the market and it uh, doesn't matter what the chart says because if there is any bad news about the Ukraine war, you will see markets go down. And if there is any very nice news, we can see markets go up. It's that kind of state where the markets are, in my opinion, very news driven. It is, uh, when that is said, also a little bit more stable, a little bit less volatile than it was just a few weeks ago. One of the things that you really should pay attention for this week is anything related to energy. And I tell you that I think oil will just continue upwards. Well, last week oil fell by 9%. It fell due to Biden releasing emergency of tapping down the US reserves. But this thing is just going to bite very badly back because time passed very quickly. We are already in April and in just a matter of time, we will be back to winter season. And tapping down the reserves now, well, what about winter season? There is nothing saying that the Ukraine war will end tomorrow. Could be another Afghanistan, we never know about that. <clears throat> and there is so much more coming up uh, in the pipeline uh, of bad news related to energy. One of them is, of course, the gas supply to uh, Europe. I told you about this in the podcast as well. And I warned you last week that uh, Putin says that now they will have to pay uh, for gas and ruble, otherwise he will shut down the gas. And that will have huge consequences, especially for Germany, which is very dependent on Russian gas. We see news that Putin say, well, I will send floating gas to Europe and uh, we know that US has nice reserves, but this kind of logistic will not be able to fulfill uh, the lack of gas uh, in Europe by any mean if Putin does exactly what he says. The same thing uh, of course with uh, oil. And that is the thing that uh, most likely because now I read news that Gazprom is getting out of uh, Germany. I read some news that the banks already are starting to uh, pay in ruble. They use different methods to be able to do this so it doesn't show uh, to the public that they are doing that. But everything indicates that uh, the gas delivery to uh, especially Germany will be hit and it might be hit this week. And that thing will cause huge pressure on energy. And uh, despite Biden saying that uh, he will uh, punish US oil companies that doesn't use their uh, oil leases to produce oil, nothing of this will happen overnight. It will take time. And we know that just uh, over the last few years, the, uh, the general uh, motto been that we have to shut down oil, we have to shut down coal. Now they say fire up any coal plant you have, produce as much oil as you can, because there is one thing every politician needs, and that is uh, happy customers, that being us, the voters, and we're getting to the midterm. But uh, 
have there is a slowness in everything and even though what happens today will not be in the markets tomorrow so if we get to that situation we get the news during the week that uh, putin shut down a huge delivery of gas to germany we will see markets being taken very hard because that means that uh, they have to do ration and that has to be somewhere both in industry and both in private and it will have huge effect on uh, energy prices for sure but also food prices i'll not get into that it's uh, it's all combined uh, in logistics of course now everything transport related costs 10 times more and uh, this will just continue so that's one news that you should pay attention to is anything related to energy and uh, my uh, thing is that they might be able to push the oil price a little bit down but it should just gain back and uh, might be this week already that uh, oil will push back up uh, 210 115 uh, or they will be able to hold it down anyway uh, just i see it oil will continue up it's just not if it's uh, uh, just about when so uh, energy prices keep uh, an eye on that because that are one of the main news drivers i think that this week can affect the markets uh, hard i got that feeling that it could be especially related uh, to europe starting to tank the european markets stock markets following into the u.s stock markets we will see other things to pay attention to uh, of course is um, the 10-year treasury yield uh, the interest rates and uh, we know that price uh, and the inflation is just increasing and it will increase much faster over the coming month and we will start to see food shortages which we haven't seen in decades these things will start to manifest uh, i expect personally especially around the end of april the other thing is of course to fight inflation the inter the banks need to increase the interest rates i read uh, all across the news denmark is increasing norway is increasing and on wednesday federal open market committee fomoc will have a meeting and uh, they will just release that uh, uh, interest rates increase and markets expect that but what i don't think is discounted into the price is the fastness how fast they will have to increase the interest rates over the next few months to combat inflation and that will uh, go on the bottom line the income line uh, for all more or less all companies and show out in q3 results as i mentioned last week so i think that a few more weeks and we will be there where we are hit constantly by negative news on thursday there will be job numbers don't expect very much but as i said last week's podcast as well i think that anytime now uh, and especially from mid uh, to end of april we will see job numbers starting to worsen uh, we will start to see things come into effect and uh, that very good job market will uh, start to turn people will have to save money somewhere and uh, that will force some unemployment growing uh, and uh, tomorrow uh, on uh, Tuesday uh, there will be trade balance don't expect that one to be very big other news uh, fundamental news is uh, gold is very steady at uh, 1933 didn't move at all last week but I think as I said before gold will just continue upwards I'm personally into gold uh, as well because this uh, to me seems safe haven in that period of inflation which we are now 
And I, as I said over and over again, I expect gold to go all the way up to 2,500. It will be very exciting to see if I'm right. Oil, as you see, is uh, above 100, just as I predicted so long ago. The 10 year treasury yield, well, that one will just keep crawling up. Uh, and if you are a uh, long term listener, you remember back when it was down. It was down at 140 and we were talking about this and now it has doubled and we were also talking about how you can make money on this investing into obligations and other items which uh, will yield from the increase of the interest rate. So there is money to be made also in a time like this. Before we look at the charts, well, what about the signals? I told you last week there was 31% buy signals across all the uh, stocks that we analyzed, some 38,000 uh, stocks that is. And that is a good thing because it's more or less a sign of stability. And it's 29 uh, as we speak. So uh, telling somewhat that you should not expect too much uh, volatility. It's more when we had that situation when it was very low. I told you it could be the buying opportunity of a century and uh, it turned out to be that as well. Same thing, we, if it goes too high, we know that it will be a sell opportunity. But BIN29 is just somewhat stable market. Nasdaq is, done, uh, is at 25, same as last week. Uh, New York Stock Exchange more or less the same. 33% buy signals, it was 34% buy signals. So they... They weaken a little bit, uh, but in general, somewhat stable. London, 23% buy signals. Tokyo is actually quite much down from 46 down to 30 last week. And Shenzhen, China is down from 19 to 18. So we see some weakening. And I think uh, that will be the conclusion of the fundamental part before we go to the charts. There are fundamental uh, signs showing that this week should be slow. And the big question is then, okay, what about the chart? And uh, for those uh, who follow me on uh, podcast, Spotify, or wherever you are, uh, I just reminded again that uh, this podcast will also be available on YouTube, where you can see even me if you want, and the charts uh, and the things that I present, and that will be available in a link, uh, should be in the description. And uh, of course, I hope uh, that you subscribe and you like and help share if you think uh, this podcast is of any help to you. And uh, the chart is very simple. The market is in a falling trend. It is moving upwards. It moved to the top of the trend, turned down uh, after hitting 14,619 high. And it's just moving just as you can expect. The thing is uh, that the relative strength index is very high and uh, that is usually a sell signals for me. We saw that back in this chart only go back to the beginning of January, but the relative strength index was high and market just fell and later back in February was high and markets fell down. Uh, and being this high indicates to me that markets most likely are heading down and uh, just uh, as is, I think markets will head down this week. I'm not sure if it will be a brutal week or just a slow week. Uh, most likely it will be a slow week because there is so much support 
under today's level, you can see these as the gray bars on the right hand side. There is support, support, support everywhere until 13,300 points. So I think there is a fair chance that it will be slow, but steady downwards movements. Huge news can take anything by surprise and push it down. But I think we should be prepared for uh, red weeks coming. The most interesting thing is also a repetition from last week. Will the next bottom be higher than the previous? Will it be higher than 12,500? Because reacting down now is 100% natural. It's exactly uh, what you uh, expect from these cycles of movement. Uh, going to the top of the trend, then falling either to the bottom or to the middle. If it are to break the trend, which I'm hoping it will do, is it has to turn somewhere around 13,500 and fall down to 13,500, establish a bottom, get some volume, push upwards and break to that falling trend. But it, in many cases, it is just down, uh, further down and getting down to the bottom in a slow slope. I cannot really tell exactly what it is. I told you uh, from a fundamental point of view, I expect much, much uh, bad news uh, coming ahead. Uh, but more in, uh, I would say, end of April. We are still in the beginning of April, so still some weeks until I start. Uh, I expect to start to see a lot of fundamental news that will put a huge toll on the markets. And uh, if you like proverbs, there is a saying, sell in May go away will it be i don't know the end conclusion for this week because we're already driving way too far uh, uh, out in time i believe it will be a red week i think that we will see not uh, stuck below 14,000 again i think that it could be a week where it falls all the way down to 13,500 it will be very exciting to see if it finds the support uh, around these levels or it will just be the beginning of a longer downturn I don't manage to see uh, the upside, of course. If there is some serious peace talks, it can push up. If it goes up, it faces, I would say, little uh, resistance above. Find some, some resistance at 15,000 points. So there is this both. So we have the situation, little resistance above, a lot of uh, support below, giving a risk reward somewhat. Uh, okay, there will still be plenty of uh, good stocks to buy overall uh, i expect markets to go down uh, my very best guess ending the week somewhere between 13,500 13,700 and that uh, brings us uh, to uh, the stock analysis and we'll see if we see somewhat the same in apple microsoft tesla and of course we'll look at bitcoin dogecoin before we do the trading dips Last week I told you I thought Apple would end around $168, well Apple ending at $174, so I was $6 off target, Apple doing better than I thought. And that's due to the markets being a little bit better in general. Microsoft did uh, very well, I would say, up uh, to $309, uh, my target was $298, so way off on Microsoft. And Tesla pushed uh, hard. Very exciting to see. Will it continue to push hard? Bitcoin. Uh, I had the prediction of ending at 47,000 by the end of the week. Well, Bitcoin is trading around 48,000. So that was close on. And of course, Dogecoin at 15 cents. It's just where it should 
P and we will just start uh, straight up with um, Apple and uh, as I told you uh, a million times before I recommend you to look at charts because charts uh, is such an excellent tool and never underestimate your brain because your brain is able to see pattern we uh, have that from our origin where uh, we had to see pattern in the nature and your brain works very well some works of course a lot better uh, in these things some is training but in general just look at charts don't just buy a, a stock looking at the price because the price really doesn't mean anything uh, at all unless you compare it to something and that's exactly what you can do in charts and i pulled up uh, the apple chart for you and uh, we can see that apple hits almost 180 dollars i think i said that last week uh, high could be 180 uh, and then uh, fall down and it fell to 174. the two things that i think that you should notice is uh, the volume fell i like that it's a good sign in general the price fell the volume fell it's usually a good price the other thing that i like to check is of course the relative strength index and i haven't seen uh, apple being this overbought for extremely uh, long time and every time these stocks these same stocks are overbought you can expect a fall it's just a matter uh, of when being overbought means that it also can push uh, quite much faster upwards so there is no reason why apple couldn't given a very good market this week push up to 190 uh, that may very well happen being overbought we know that market uh, that uh, money is just pushing into stocks in the hope of ever gaining profit at the same time this is also the classical level where uh, you should think uh, twice about uh, investing because there will be a downturn it's not if it is when and of course how far it will be for Apple, it looks much like Nasdaq. It's an upper part of the trend, and sometimes these uh, things turn in the middle of the trend. So that is something I think might be a chance for. That we'll see Apple fall to $165, then start to bounce up, could even be $170. But it needs to get off that extreme overbought relative strength index. That means just how many days the stock's been going up in a row. And we can see it moved from 150 all the way up to 118. One big upturn, not a single day of downturn. Now we will have to pay the price for that. And for a week as such, that's exactly what I expect. I expect Apple to continue downwards. It will be should not be too drastic move uh, a bit by bit first uh, support at 173 later at 170 then 165 and i think it's a fair chance that we can at some very bad days see apple down to 165 maybe bounce a little bit up and the target i had last week was 168 dollars uh, and i think i will just uh, keep that target indicating that i think we are on a new downturn for apple and then there is uh, microsoft the thing about the way we present chart is we try to color them with the uh, green and red trying to help you understand what is buy and what is sell signals microsoft the same thing in the very top of the trend it peaked out on tuesday or whatever it will be uh, last week and then fell and um, 
volume is very low on uh, Microsoft compared to previous. It went on this upturn on low volume, never a good sign in my opinion. I think there is a huge downturn to come. But very strong support at 300 later, 298 and 290. So I don't think it will be a very fast upturn. But uh, I'm sure uh, that Microsoft will go down this week. Hopefully I'm wrong. On the upside, uh, some resistance at 311 to 315. After that, it can just go straight to 350. It's always this thing. Markets are, and in this case, we see that on the relative strength index, they are somewhat uh, euphoric. If we get some good, very good news, we can see markets push very, very fast uh, upwards. That may happen, so keep that. You hear me being a little bit negative, we can keep that in mind. It is uh, a huge uh, possibility uh, that it may happen. But I like to be uh, realistic, and in my world, we are heading down. Uh, I think that uh, Apple, will, uh, Microsoft will end the week somewhere around 300. Last week I had 298 as target, and I will just keep that. Then there is Tesla, and I saw some news that Tesla delivered record volume of cars last week, and you have to. Uh, acknowledge Tesla for doing a good job. Tesla fell all the way to 750, managed to do double bottom, then got up and I told you that might be a very good buying opportunity. I was hoping maybe to see it back to 560 where it was the last time I made a super trade uh, in Tesla. Uh, I miscalculated a little bit this last upturn, it went stronger and harder than I thought. Uh, but very nice to see indeed and I'm very happy for uh, anyone trading Tesla. Looking at Tesla I like the volume much better because when Tesla fell uh, uh, slightly last week the volume also fell and it rose on Friday which it should follow the price. Relative strength index extremely high 93 and there will be a downturn and it will be very ugly. The thing is, however, that I've seen this in Tesla before. At this level, it might just go straight to 1200, 1300, 1400, being overbought. It can go crazy high. And when the reaction comes down, well, it might just fall to 1100, meaning that it blows all the profit on the last run, but it really doesn't fall that much compared to today's level. Huge chance that that might happen. Uh, if it starts to go down from today and just go downwards, find support at 1050, 1000 later 950. And uh, it's so hard to say because uh, Tesla is Tesla and uh, it's so hard to give an advice because as I said, it can go to 1200, it can go to 1400, even 1500. I see in Tesla when it's being crazy like this, totally overbought, it can just do whatever it wants. So in this case, it's a classical case where you keep a stop loss and you let it run as long as it runs. And if it falls, you start to think about where uh, to get out. So you have a stop loss set and take into account the vol volatility of Tesla that it moves a lot during a day. So you cannot have too tight stop loss. I think that it will be a downturn. Uh, I think that it will be a downturn uh, this week. So hard to say it will be 950. Being this overbought, it can go both ways. Uh, most likely it should struggle a little bit, but I will keep last week's target of uh, 950 and just hope 
uh, that I'm wrong that Tesla just uh, will continue up so anyone in Tesla will gain even more profits we had such good trades uh, in Tesla but the risk reward is is very high now you can deal with this using stop loss so uh, if you're not in Tesla I would actually think twice uh, about going in as is I think there is better choices right uh, now but we might see uh, very new things happening in Tesla it was on a big downturn now for weeks and weeks and weeks even months uh, but it might just be that Tesla is on a second big uh, upturn. We will see how it behaves if it turns around 9.50. Anyway, uh, I know more people are interested in crypto and Bitcoin. And um, I'm happy I made that uh, little video many weeks back when Bitcoin was 42, saying that uh, Bitcoin soon will break and go up to 50,000. In my opinion, it was in a triangle formation shown in a few podcasts back i will not show it this time but it happened exactly as it should and as i said could move up to 44,000, fall back to 45 46 000, and then it should just continue to push upward and i think that is exactly what is happening bitcoin is establishing um from being a downtrend since 65,000, found the bottom where it should find it around 35,000, and is now pushing upward i think that it should just continue and i think from now on the movements will be much faster much stronger the target i had for a few weeks now was 50,000. i think it's time that we raise it and say that um, bitcoin will head back to 60 and it could even be on a new roll for a hundred thousand shouldn't take everything in uh, to advance too early we will do by week by week but in general everything looks very strong and solid to me if you look at the 12 month charts uh, we see this uh, more clearly we are in uh, the lower part of the trend and now it has this upside faces a lot of resistance uh, above uh, but with uh, buy signals from short-term moving average, long-term moving average, etc. I think that the ground is set for further uptown for Bitcoin. Huge problem is, of course, if it starts to fall uh, down below 35,000, it could just crash and go to 10,000. But I don't see that happen anytime soon. Has to be some major event forcing that. For the week as such, uh, I think it will be up, up, up. Uh, and I think that we will put a target for uh, Bitcoin for 51,000 by the end uh, of the week. Then there is uh, Dogecoin and uh, Dogecoin represent all these other shitcoins, altcoins. So it's just a reflection as i told you if bitcoin starts to move you will see dogecoin start to move and it did move exactly like that bicycle short-term moving average long-term moving average everything indicates that it should continue uh, either sideways or up because we see some volume increase but now it will test the roof of a falling trend uh, so that will be the first hurdle has to break above 15 to establish uh, an upturn but i think there is signs in the chart saying that it's uh, clearly possible huge risk of course moves by the sand 
Uh, if it starts to fall down, it will find some uh, support at 13, 12, 11, etc. But we need to see a bottom above 11 cents before we can say that now it will finally be that super strong upturn in Dogecoin. Will not happen, but uh, as I said a few weeks ago, I think it's a good opportunity to get some Dogecoin if you don't have. And I think 15 cents even is a good opportunity. That uh, concludes the chart analysis and uh, what we see is stocks being in the upper part uh, of the trend falling a little bit back. We see relative strength indexes is being very high. It's just markets are very optimistic as is, but we also know that these things can turn uh, fast. When the relative strength index is overbought, it always turns down. But being overbought, things can go even faster for a short period of time. So there is uh, always this opportunity that we will have a strong week. Uh, I've seen so much in the markets over all these years that I will not be surprised if we suddenly see 3% gains in Nasdaq in one single day during the week at the same time. I will not be surprised if we see a 3% downfall any day. From a trading perspective, uh, because I always try to uh, learn new things, uh, you cannot be right every single week. I cannot be right every single week. Usually I hit quite well on my targets, but as you saw, I was off in Microsoft this week, even $6 in Apple. You cannot be correct every single week and don't expect to be correct on every single trade soon we will go to the trading tips there you will see that board drilling up 25 percent so nice to see uh, well zoom didn't change at all and uh, as i will tell you centro made me money uh, but i had two white stop loss ending everything more or less uh, even so i i ruined somewhat okay trade but you cannot be right what you want to be is more right than wrong and in the case when things are in the upper part of the trend well usually usually in most cases they fall down sometimes they do the opposite they break the trend go up but in most cases they go down and from a trading perspective uh, you can do things like reduce your uh, exposure don't go full in uh, you can use stop losses to reduce your losses if uh, markets fall, as I think they will do. Uh, there is many things you can do. You can get less exposure into high-risk stocks because if markets start to fall a little bit hard due to some bad news or something, high-risk stocks like some media, diffusion pharmaceuticals, uh, even Tesla, many of these very volatile stocks or penny stocks, they will fall very hard. So you start to reduce your portfolio. Maybe you have 30% assets, you don't go down to 15%. You find a good strategy how to manage. If it turns out that, okay, you are wrong, the markets just continue upwards, well, then later you can just uh, flip back as you get more support under today's level. You might lose something, uh, but most money are lost when markets behave like you do not expect that may happen any day hope that little lesson made somewhat sense because right now we only have one part left and that is of course the trading tips
Then we are at the training tips and of course the question is did we make any money last week? The answer to that is yes, at least on the paper, because bore drilling is up 25% as we speak. But uh, a quick recap, I started giving you training tips back in week uh, 37 and since uh, that we've been on a very good roll, especially the last few weeks. We had a few losses, uh, but really not many and most of them were cut by stop loss, just like they should be. This is what we try to achieve. Uh, reduce your losses, increase your gains and we use stop loss to reduce the losses and that happened in last week's uh, trades because there were three trades uh, made. Sumerica stayed open uh, from uh, week uh, 31, uh, sorry week, thir uh, week 11. Uh, we got, uh, I said that I would try Centro again after making 40% in week 12. Uh, I wanted to do a new try to get into Centro to make even more money because I think there is more upside in Centro. Uh, so I uh, got in at 2.22 uh, at Centro on Monday just to see the stock starting to move up. So I was right uh, on the penny and things were looking very good. But checking out the volatility of Centro, I decided to keep a very wide stop loss, 15%, to make sure that it wouldn't be cut by a swing. Because with stop loss you can do anything else than watch the chart all day. And Centro did well, it went up to 2.59, I think it was high on Tuesday or Wednesday and then started to fall and actually fell enough to get my 15% stop loss uh, cut and the trade was sold at 2.21, so I lost 1 cent per share or 0.45%. So a good trade in Centro was killed by the stop loss, but if you followed Centro, you know that Centro get, uh, got further down to 2.08 or something. But that is uh, just the name of the game. So the central trade uh, was bought, sold and just wasted some money in commission. Question is, will central continue upwards? Uh, we can have a quick look at the central chart. Central will not be the trade uh, I will do this week because I have a few others, other candidates for you. But uh, I know that uh, some of you might uh, just be in Centro still and you wonder, well, should I just drop my cards or uh, should I continue? Looking at the chart, I like everything I see. It's uh, went up on rising volume just as it should. It's falling back on falling volume. Uh, the thing is that right now it has some resistance above at the 220-ish later at the 260-ish uh, and has very little support, I would say even to 170. This is the most likely scenario. There is a fair chance that Centro might fall back to 170. At this point, it will bounce uh, up. I have a hard time not seeing Centro go maybe all the way up to $6, but exactly when it will happen will be hard. If you are not in central because the relative strength index is high, it's falling back, it's taking a natural break. And I think, as I said, it might just go back to 170, a little bit hard to say. Could turn uh, today, tomorrow, the volume is falling back as it should. So first sign will be increase uh, in volume. Uh, 
but if you are in central it might just be a waiting game but from all the stocks that i observe i think there is a huge chance that central will deliver very strong uh, returns buy signals short uh, long-term moving average sell signals short-term moving average uh, buy signals from the relation between these two and that volume increase back in march uh, 1820 uh, tells me that things are about to happen in central so for sure keep it on your watch list but i found other candidates uh, for this week's trading tips and uh, so uh, i had sumerica uh, open uh, ending the week at 33.25 still up 17 percent since we bought it in week 11. I still believe Sumerica will do uh, good just going now in that slow phase. Will this be the week where it continues to push upwards? I'm not sure, but I think there is more to gain, which means that I still believe Sumerica, even at this level, uh, we got it at 29 cents. I still think there is uh, profit to be made if you buy today. I think it is a trading opportunity. The other thing uh, was, of course, board drilling. I got in at 325, I told you last week. This is a trading candidate which I like. I think it will yield steady but good. Ending the week at 4.05. And um, uh, board drilling is exactly where you want it to be. The thing that you should watch out for now is, of course, volume is going high, but on the last time when they went from 1.8 to 3.9 dollars the volume were higher so i think volume can go higher it will soon take a little break uh, so I, I will not be surprised if this one will be cut by stop loss at the same time it might just do a push upwards to 450 uh, about uh, before taking a break so it might be that uh, with high likelihood that board drilling uh, will be sold, secure my profit somewhere around 15-20% my guess is uh, overall but it's still open because it just went up it didn't go down during week had a slight downturn on Thursday but it was too small to cut by stop loss otherwise it was just up 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 as you can see in the chart so what are the trading tips for this week? Well, I keep board open, but I don't recommend to buy on these levels. So it's not a trading tips as such. For this, we will do, uh, since it's in my portfolio, we'll do as we do. We have a, a trading stop loss. Just let it run for as long as it's run and the stop loss will make the deal. Cut it when it's ready to fall back. I found uh, two stocks for uh, this week. One I'm a little bit uncertain about. Uh, because it has uh, a little bit uh, low volume. The other one is somewhat better. And just let's start with that. It's Equitrans Midstream. And of course it's gas supplier and everything and that's exactly where you want to be what i like about this is just that steady upturn no resistance from today's level all the way up to 1020 means that i think it's a steady stock and i just told you in that previous part of the podcast i think it there's a huge chance that the market will be red and then i don't want too high risk stocks that was the other tip i gave you that try to reduce those most highly risk stocks and i think this will be somewhat like board drilling something that just can be steady and good 
Five signal short-term moving average, long-term moving average, no resistance above uh, for the next 10-15%, and that's exactly what I will try to gain. Anything above 5%, then I will be super happy. So Equitrans Midstream Corporation is one of the trading tips. The ticker is ETRN. And uh, then it is that other trading tips which I'm a little bit more uncertain about. Uh, the, the, the things that I'm most uncertain about is the volume because it was traded 22 million. Uh, it was traded for 22 million dollars last week. It's a little bit on the low end. But all script healthcare solutions looks to me with no resistance above, relative good support below. I think there might be something here. The thing is, I want to get in somewhere around uh, 22.50 <coughs> uh, to make a good uh, trade. Volume is very low as the stock moves sideways. Redistinct index is high. Uh, I need a good entry level uh, for this stock. I'm not sure if we will call it uh, today's, uh, this week's uh, trading tips. Uh, because you need that good uh, entry level to make something. And this is not a high yield uh, either. I'm seeking just a few percent. If I can get in somewhere around 22, 30, 40-ish, uh, I hope to be able to push squeeze five, maybe 8% during the week. So these will be uh, the trading tips uh, for this week. Board drilling is open, but I don't recommend you to get in at these levels. If it falls back, get in. If it falls back, get in, then it will be a trading level again. Sumerica stays open. Sumerica is one of the stocks which I think can do good this week, and it's a trading uh, that you can get into. The uh, best tips is Equitrans uh, midstream. I think this will be the safest bet for the week. So we start to go a little safe again, but I will have four stocks open in this trading portfolio and I expect several of them to be closed uh, by this week. So that's, that's it. That was uh, this week uh, trading tips. Uh, as you can see, it's energy stocks, board drilling, and it's this uh, Equitrans, and that's exactly the name of the game as is. If you didn't get that huge noise upturn in electric uh, vehicles, which have been lately, I recommend you to go to my YouTube channel at Jim Stromberg and check out that small video I made uh, many, many weeks back where I tell you what I think will be the next big trading uh, opportunity. And that was electrical vehicles when uh, Neo was down at 16 and Tesla was down at 700. I said that I think anytime soon you will have a very, very strong buying opportunity to make good cash for a long time in electrical vehicle companies. Nice thing. Uh, I think there is more to come in these companies a little bit about exactly when to get in. But we know uh, the new Green Deal is here to stay and we know these stocks will have money uh, either by governmentals, you know, buying a lot of electrical vehicles in general, there will be just this tendency against green, even more so as energy prices increases especially the oil prices uh, increases there will be focus uh, on anything related to green technology 
So, uh, to end the podcast, uh, you can, for yourself, uh, look what are the new small companies that are coming up with good solutions within green technology. Could be solar panels, it could be companies that install solar panels, sell solar panels, there is plenty of things to do. The weapon industry, which uh, I told you about uh, back a long time ago, because I expected this Ukraine war to come, well, uh, we see things are starting to top out. We see some tendencies that these major companies, uh, hedge funds, etc., and funds are getting back into back into uh, biotech. Uh, so it might be an upturn for biotechs uh, in the very short term. That will be it. Uh, I just have to wish you a very, very good uh, training week. We are getting close to Easter and I hope that you will prepare for a nice time outside, not only inside for the Easter. And most of all, I hope you will have a green uh, training week and that you will keep increasing your portfolio.